Good morning, good morning. Hello folks, Jason here. Looks like we're up and running. Good morning to everyone, wherever you are on this uh, lovely day. Fantastic where I am. Hopefully it's uh, great where you are. Stay safe in uh, lockdown if you're in there. The Victorians are out. Fantastic. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, 4th of August. Uh, good morning, Simon. Good to see you, mate. Uh, a few of the crew are jumping on now. Simon's there, James there. Morning, my love. How are you going? Morning, Alison. There's Jay. Good morning. Bridget's there too. Getting a bit of a wind up now. A few people jumping on, which is awesome. Uh, welcome back to the regulars. Uh, Dane, mate, how are you? And uh, Deanne, good morning. Good to see the regulars jumping on, uh, as always. Uh, Jimmy, good to see you, mate. Sonia, a few of the crew. Anyone catching any of the Olympics? Hopefully, uh, hopefully you are. I'm, uh, I'm seeing it uh, secondhand or thirdhand, um, one way, shape or form. Anyone who's new, if you're new here, give us a shout out in the chat. Um, say good day, Riley, good morning, mate. Aaron. How you doing? Great to see uh, you guys uh, up and into it early in the morning. So um, great to see everyone. Yeah, if you're new, give us a shout out. Jason Witten's my name. If you haven't uh, met me before or stumbled across this Wealth Coffee Chat in the mornings, get together with a few crew, a few mad, crazy, passionate property investors, and uh, we talk a little bit about real estate investing uh, and you know, all the things that go with it, the mental, emotional, uh, tactical, strategic things that uh, we need to do as property investors to go the distance when it comes to property investing. I, I say this all the time. Uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint gang. And uh, the idea is to buy really good properties, keep them forever. That It's a really simple concept. It's easy to say, but it's quite difficult to do. Uh, and um, the challenge I find Hey, morning, Nathan. How are you, mate? Good to see you, brother. Hopefully you're awesome and well. Anita, great to see you. The challenge I find, team, the challenge I find, gang, with, uh, with going the distance, what we've recognised over the last 20-odd years is that uh, it's easy to buy. It's actually the acquisition, the buying stage over this period of time, right, now, you guys have seen us do these ones before, right? You know, we, we get into our timeline. You know, that might be a 15 to 20-year timeline for a really good property investment portfolio. And this is where we are in acquisitions. We're buying our properties. And, you know, we've got a little bit of time to own those properties. The buying part to buy is actually really easy. Buying simple, buying, buying straightforward in reality, in comparison to the distance, the time it takes to hold those properties. Hold. Buy well, never sell, go the distance um, is the thing I want to talk about today because there are four advisors that many of us rely on, um, uh, unfortunately, that are not very good property investors. They're not property uh, experts. They're not wealthy when it comes to real estate. Very sadly, many of them are, um, uh, half of them at least, 
are anti-property because uh, for whatever reason, often they have a negative experience with their clients, um, et cetera, et cetera. But what are the four, What? who are the four, I'm going to chuck it out to you guys right now. Just give us a little shout out in the chat, gang. Who are the four advisors slash professionals, sometimes I don't want to call them that to be quite honest, licensed providers, let's call, let's call them that. Um, who are the four most influential by default uh, advisors, uh, professionals, providers in the marketplace that a lot of unsophisticated, uh, Uncle Joey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he doesn't even have an allow, uh, 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 a license, uh, Dino. Um, who are the four professionals that by default we go, oh, yeah, these people must know, all right? Who are the four people? And here's, here's the four, okay? Um, yeah, barbecue, dad. Uh, often, uh, often our family, well-meaning, uh, says a lot of things that they shouldn't as well. Number one, team, a bunch of you guys are on it. The accountant. Okay, number one, the accountant. Number two, the fin planner. Yep, planner or advisor, okay, depending on what you call them, the financial planner advisor. Now, what we, what we are socialized to believe that these two professionals are experts in every single thing in the whole entire world. My accountant should know. Now, that would be great in a perfect world, but that's not the case, team, okay? Most accountants aren't financially wealthy themselves. They're not. They do taxes for... Who does the accountant work for, gang? They don't work for you. Just so you know, they are an extension of the ATO. And when they don't behave, and just, this, is just, this is not anything against the accountants, if they don't behave and do the right thing, they get in trouble by the ATO. They can lose their licenses and so on. So, you know, understand their, um, their motivation is, yes, to do the best they can for you, but ultimately they will do what's best for them and the rules that the ATO set out. Now, I believe often most accountants are super lazy and when it comes to getting you the most in the tax deductions uh, and or disorganized or both uh, and predominantly they're not property investment specialists. They're not specifically understanding what you want as a property investor and they don't understand real estate at all. They understand some numbers in a certain space. So they're not um, the be-all and end-all when it comes to this space. And often, they are the number one person that we rely on, should I buy this property? Should I sell it? Should I keep it? Should I do something? What a terrible question to ask the wrong person, okay? Financial advisors and financial planners. Very sadly, financial planning let me put this like, I believe financial planners and financial planning is absolutely essential to your well-being in life. Like there is so many good things the right financial planner can do with and for you and with your right team to make you so much safer, make you so much wealthier um, and um, more comfortable now and into the future. Sadly, the financial planning industry has been attacked augmented, um, abused by institutions um, and uh, government uh, authorities, and it is really 
sadly in complete disarray. Um, the I think the other stats the other day, join me on Wealth, Wine and Wisdom on Friday. We'll talk about this. Andy Fenton, who is a fantastic financial planner, amazing guy. He's a wealth planner, not, um, you know, um, uh, not like the ones we're talking about here. Sadly, the financial planners have been literally run out of dodge by a bunch of bullies, okay? Um, and I'm not going to sort of go off on a tangent right here, but sadly... Financial planners, they're not financially wealthy themselves. You go and ask them, oh, what's your property portfolio? Um, and they say, oh, I don't really believe in property. Uh, the share market beats property. Well, what a bullshit comment. The share market is nothing like property. It's like saying, um, you know, an apple is the same as a chicken, right? They're, they're friggin' different. Yes, you can eat them. Yes, they give you sustenance. Two different kettles of fish, Um too many acronyms and whatever's mixed up there. Uh, apples, chicken, and fish. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about, right? They're not the same. Shares are fantastic. Property is fantastic. I love both. Okay? But don't ask a person who isn't a property investor nor wealthy from property, um, irrelevant, uh, whoever they are. I don't care who they are. I, I don't care. You're asking the wrong person. Because they're not, um, they're not going to give you the right direction or advice or mentoring or coaching. Accountant, what, who are the other two people that I see ruin, ruin property investment portfolios and people's futures? Anyone know? There's two people that um, are in here, the bank financial advisor. Yeah, they're just employees. You're dead right, Alison. Now... Again, team, this is not, um, I'm not saying this to be mean. It is just what it is. Everyone has an agenda. You have one. I have one. The person at the bank has one. We all have agendas. As long as the agenda that you're looking for lines up with the same values as you and gets you what you want, then that's perfectly fine. All right, team? So you've got to understand who, where they're coming from, what do they want, what do you need, and are you going to get it, all right? What are the, who are the other two, gang? Do you, do you guys know? Um, Sonia's right on it. Real estate agents. So real estate agents and property managers. Real estate agents and property managers. So the first two, you you go and ask them, how am I going financially? And they'll give you some terrifying uh, comment that has no relevance to your plan, your acquisition plan, your future, whatever it is. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, they do a poor job of understanding real estate, 99.9% .9 of them. These two, because you think they have, uh, because you think they're in the industry, like they're real estate, they should know again. They are terrible when it comes to property investing. 99% of real estate agents and property managers don't even own investment properties themselves. And um, very sadly, a lot of us rely on advice from these two people for the idea of holding and owning our properties. It is extremely annoying to us where we help people buy properties and in 
the, in the middle phase here, in the holding phase, in this phase here, when it's the kind of boring phase team, you know, you just gotta, you gotta wait. There's, there's not much you can do. You've, you've deployed, you've entered the market, you've put your money to work, you've got good leverage, you've got some good properties and good positions. Maybe the market's gone sideways for a little bit. E.g. Brisbane. We got people buying in Brisbane in 15, 16, 17. They've been waiting a little while for the market to grow. Real estate agents, local ones, have been peppering those investors. Oh, the world's going to end. The market's shitting itself. You should sell now. It's called vendor conditioning. Anytime, let me tell you this. Like, answer this question, gang, truthfully. If you called up a real estate agent randomly and at like a Ray White, or whoever it is, I'm not going to name them, all right? You call up a real estate agent who sells property, who sells property for a living, and you ask them, what do you reckon, mate? How's the market? Should I, uh, should I keep the property? I'm, I'm not quite sure. What do you think they're going to say? Yeah, mate, keep the property. I wouldn't sell it. You know why? Because now that's the best thing to do. Or... Would they say to you, yeah, mate, the market's shit. Uh, You should sell it. Get out now while you can and convince you to sell it. What's their agenda? Why ask somebody whose only outcome and income is to make money when they sell your property should you keep it? Is everyone, do you guys know what I mean? Oh, my Lord, poof. And this is the sort of thing we do, gang. Unfortunately, we default to these people here when we ask the question, should I keep my property? How's the market going? Uh, am I doing okay? We ask the wrong people and we listen to the wrong information. The accountant, their job's to structure you and do your taxes. If they're not wealthy, extremely wealthy in real estate, don't ask them about wealth advice. Don't do that, please. You're not going to go the distance. Financial planners. Unfortunately, 99% of them aren't even allowed to talk about real estate. And then they'll tell you the share market does 10 times better, which is a bunch of bullshit. Um, And then you'll sell your property, lose money, say, yep, I knew I would. And then you'll put your money into the share market and you'll do your dough there too, probably. All right? You go and ask a real estate agent, should I keep my property? And their only agenda is for you to get the only way they make money is for you to sell your property, all right? And the property managers. These guys, unfortunately, um, don't do a great job either 99% of the time, okay? Should I keep it? Um, well, what? they don't care. They're most of the time told, they're most of the time told the only reason that that property, that real estate agency has a property manager management business is to feed the real estate agent's sales when those investors are sick of their properties. There are, unfortunately, very large real estate companies in Australia who purposefully do a bad job at property managing so the owners get sick of the properties and they want to sell. It's sad. I think it's like terrible, but this is the truth, gang. This is the truth. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we default to these people 
and wonder why property doesn't work or it didn't work or we got the wrong advice or it feels like shit or we're negative cash flow, we bought one property and it's been 10 years, et cetera, et cetera. Bit ranty today, aren't I? <laughs> but gang, you know, this is the sort of thing. There's four people, unfortunately, we're socialised um, to listen to and they're just the wrong people, gang. You guys know you're in the mentoring group, you're in the mentoring program, you're getting coaching. You know if you want if you want the right outcome for property wealth, you want to build your property portfolio, you want to buy, you want to own and keep five to seven plus properties as investments and your principal place of residence. You want to pay off your home and you want to own some debt-free, tax-free. Uh, income-producing assets in the right structures, then you've got to ask some people who know what they're doing, all right? Um, I know that my, me and my coaches, Sam and Tab and our team know what we're doing because we do it and we have done it. Has that accountant, has that financial planner, has that real estate agent, has that property manager. These people, are they are required to be on your six-star team. Remember that, gang. They have to be part of the plan, but they can't be the ones telling you the strategy. I'm telling you right now, stop asking the wrong people. So there you go. Anyway, I think that's about it for me today. A little bit fired up. <laughs> it, just, it just pisses me off, team. It just pisses me off, gang, when I know a lot of people, and some of you, you guys too, do a lot of work um, to get yourselves in a position to buy properties. And we, like none of you, none of you believe this is a get-rich-quick scheme. And if you do, wake up and smell the roses. You know, it's not. Property is a slow, solid, reliable vehicle over a 10 to 20-year period. And it's that first 10 years where these people can, can derail you uh, and you need to talk to the right people, all right? You need to listen to the right, right advice and the right, um, the right person uh, when, you're, when you're going through this journey, gang. All right, that's it from me. Um, done and dusted. Wealth Coffee Chat uh, for Wednesday, the 4th of August. Done. And um, you, guys, uh, you guys stay safe, stay well, wherever you are. Uh, join me tomorrow for another one, round about the same time. At the moment, I'm kind of 805 is my number, I think. 805 is, is um, I, I tried to get it going by 8 o'clock, but I'm a bit off the pace. I'll just say 805 because that's a good number. Join me at 805 for Wealth Coffee Chats. <laughs> anyway, gang, you, you guys stay awesome. Uh, and until I see you tomorrow, take care. Bye for now.